Yo, 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 man, what's good? It's your boy Jay Banner here with another Epi for Cushion Coffee Podcast today. You know, we in the a.m. in the early morning, so you know who we got to have on today. <laughs> in the Cushion Coffee a.m. early mornings himself, the gods bless me. That's that Oakley yeah, 3 again, yeah, yeah, some exclusive yeah. 3 coming out. You know what I'm saying? Stay tuned, man. What's good, bro? Appreciate good. you coming on, bro, yeah, first of all. I know, man. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Man, for people that don't know about you, go ahead and give them every, all the little information about you, bro, where they can uh, find you. Yeah, no doubt, man. A.m. early morning. It's the Out West Oakley Block. You know what the fuck time it is, man. You can follow me everywhere, amearlymorning.com. That's the best place. Get all my socials at, you feel me? For sure, man. Make sure y'all tap in. What's up, God? How you doing, man? Man, I'm great, man. I'm great. How you been since last time? Man, man. man that you know what's crazy about that night, bro? That punch juice, that hunch punch. Oh, shit? that's my boy. Shout out, hunch punch. <laughs> That's bro. a different vibe, right? Bro, those pictures tell it all. You seen those pictures from that night? <laughs> I was fucking slapped in those pictures. My yeah. wife even said that shit, dog. Shout she was out, like, shout out to Because, <laughs> bro, that shit snuck up on you, God. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, bro, like, holy shit. What was I, in? I hit him back the next morning. It was like, bro. That shit put me into another like like <laughs> stratosphere, dog. Like I told him straight up, man. I couldn't, I, man. I was like, man, that shit was dope. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, shout out to some the good bro. shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the bro. But other than that, man, it was a great night. Homeboy uh, did his things with the pictures too. It was cool to have uh, my boy too official. He that's how I got there. He invited me to come through, check yeah, out the yeah. event. Yeah, salute Else Rock, man. That's the homie, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, that shit was dope. It was a dope little event, and I think uh, <clears throat> that's more what we need in Chicago, people just networking, because that's exactly how me and you got here right now. 100%. You know what I mean? Positive energy is good vibes, bro. Hunch punch in the building, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, man, so, yeah, I've been good, bro, just uh, taking care of the family since the last time I seen you doing this. Like, this is more uh, kind of been, like, taking off more. You know what I'm saying? It's just been yeah, more yeah. worth of mouth for as of right now. So cause we've been out for like four years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now like the last year, like this actually this summer I kinda took off because I, I I be doing fireworks with my homeboy, helping him at the shop and shit. And, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I take off. So it it, it got kind of busy as hell and it was getting overwhelming, bram. So I was like, damn, I had work, full time job still, you know what I'm saying? Back for a second. Yeah, I had to reevaluate everything. So my cousin ended up quitting his job for me. So he was because he sees the traction and he believes in everything. Yeah. Somebody was like, dog, this is like Facebook headquarters right now. You know what I'm saying? And to make it. And I was right. like, Dad, that's pretty dope to think about. You know what right, I'm saying? Because right. we're now listening to in like 30 countries. So. Oh, man, that's love. So just growing, bro. Just uh, So now we're trying to do more of the marketing side and the footwork side and going out and shaking hands and introducing myself to the face to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing in any uh, true business that you're trying to bring up, you know? I'm glad to be here, you know what I mean? I'm glad to talk to y'all, talk my shit, smoke this weed, and you know what I mean? Tell my story, you know what I mean? So thank y'all motherfuckers for having <laughs> yeah. me, bro. Yeah, love, bro. No worries, man. So this is talk about the Oakley thing got coming up, man. This is the third one, right? Yeah, Oakley 3, man. It's pretty big. Uh, me and Jelly, uh, this is the third. This is the trilogy, the finale. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a beautiful thing, man. I uh, This shit means so much to me, bro. I've been literally on this project for about 
18 months. And when I mean 18 months, not as much as just the rapping, but the planning, the rollout, everything on this is, this is the biggest um, rollout I'm ever going to have. Like, starting from my, my point start to like now, bro, like it's insane, man. Like, and I, I feel great about it because it's all independent. This is not, you know, some big ass company that's, you know, pushing us through this. This is like yeah. stuff that me and my homies really fucking created, bro. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. That's fire as hell, man. Especially when you go back with your homies too. In the yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think, you know, working with Jelly, we, we didn't understand how hard this was going to pop in the community of people. You know what I mean? That was fucking with us. Um, we had no idea that everybody was going to like hold on to it like they did. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. Uh, the best part about it was that there's <laughs> really no features on the whole project. Like my man, Dutchie, that's like one of my like brothers for life. I thought he was probably the only person that would be on it. Jelly himself, he raps and he didn't get on to the third, this one. He's, he's on Oakley three and it's just literally not that I didn't think he was good enough or no shit like that. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. did. I just, I, I, I had so much to say, you know what I mean? About my community and where I'm from with this shit is, it, it, it's like, I didn't have space for nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I brought Dutchie on cause he know me for so long and he was such a big part of the music as a whole, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Jelly just respected it, man. I think, He's one of the producers, first producers that when I was asking him about music, he was like, all right, let's do it. And he tried his ass off, bro. Like the first eight songs that I, he played me, like the first beats, I didn't even like them. I straight up told him, I was like, no, 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 yeah. no. And most people by the third or fourth, they stop either emailing you or talking to you the whole nine. Like, oh, this dude don't like me. Yeah, so how long did you know him before this? Uh, i known him for about three years okay. uh, through through my uh, barber named Big John, who passed away, rest in peace. Um, and that's primarily what the album started, Oakley started with, was we were, me and him were working on a project, and we were looking through beats, combing through beats. It was like, like I said, eight or nine of them that I went through. And my buddy Big John actually had passed away. And it was so detrimental to us because that's just like I'm talking to you right now about my life. The shit yeah. was therapy. Your barber's yeah. your therapy, bro. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, he had passed away and it was a huge thing for both of us. He's in Jelly's in his bearded uh villain crew. Shout out to uh Bearded Villain Chicago. So like it, it's a big thing, man. You know what I mean? You go to your barber, you get your shit trimmed up, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You talk. You know, and uh, it was a perfect just transition into us making the music. You know what I mean? Him passing away and just, you know, uh, taking it to that level about the hood. Because, you know, he, he died right on right in Pilsen on 18th and Damon. Somebody shot him. You know what I mean? So it's just, it was a great way for us to heal and just, you know, make music and, and have some type of therapy and some type of, you know, clearance yeah. you know what i mean and same thing with my buddy maneuver he had passed away you know about a year before that you know uh due to cancer you know what i mean so he was the start him chance maneuver you know loose cannon all them guys those was the first people to really kind of believe in me and rap 
you know what I mean? And here we go, like, listening to actually, you know, me and Jelly, you know, like, coming up with the Oakley one. You know what I mean? I'll never forget. He played the first beat, and I'll never forget it. It was another day being black. And he was just like, I was like, this is it. This is the joint. I remember him saying, oh, well, make the hook. Make the hook right now. You know what I'm saying? If it's, that's it, that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And me and my buddy, me, him, and my other buddy Randy was sitting in the house. And I was just like, it's a struggle, got a hustle. I'm going to make it double. I'm going to make it double. Yeah, I'm going to make it double. And they just looked at me like, what the hell? It was like within eight seconds. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that is actually the hook of that song. You know what I'm saying? Another day being black. So it was like little things, man. It's like little things that connect these big processes that's going on. In, yeah, bro. In the, in the rap industry, bro. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just like you just like you never know either. Like who you're gonna meet, who you're gonna connect. That's why it's important to do the footwork yeah. and, and go yeah. shake hands, and then like, it, and, and then the little things like, man, that 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 we we overlook so much. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Every every person that every person that I have had a project with or did a song with, primarily, I've had some type of relationship or certain amount of time whether it be i met you in a studio session you know five months ago i met you at a networking event you know what i'm saying five months ago and now we're doing a podcast there's some type of connection that i'm building with people it's never just like hey man let's do business yeah, and let's yeah, like yeah. make a bunch of money and do hell no bro yeah, yeah. it's like i'm all, if i'm not connected to you in some way shape or form or value then i don't even really i don't even try not trying to work Fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's exactly how I feel too, bro, because a lot of people be reaching out. Like the other day, man, I had to deal with somebody, and uh, she came out all aggressive, bro, and, I, and like on my live, and I'm like, yo, check your email. You know what I'm saying? Like she made it look seem like we were on professional, like we didn't reach back to her or something, like she right. wasn't good enough. Right, right, First right, of right. all, like you don't have to have a title to come on the podcast. You, you're saying you could just simply request. We, we figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Just come have a conversation. That's what it's more about. But anyway... I think I think like last year when she she came at me that aggressive like and it, we sent her on an email six days ago. Right. I think oh. I think people are passionate about what they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if and they're passionate, they then check their fucking emails though, right? Right. Well, <laughs> and, 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 and people are passionate about what they're doing, and that kind of makes them blind, right? Yeah, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I that's, go through it. That's not the knock. Nobody. That's just saying like that's how it goes. I go through it. Every day. You're missing the blessings, but you're not paying attention. Right, right. You know every day you can miss something. Yep. You know every saying? day you should, you are missing something, yeah, depending yeah. on how you look at life. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's important to take everything like in a positive perspective because there's always the negative and the positive. You know what I'm saying? But you always got to look at the positive side just like, you know what I'm saying, when we when we do pass this earth, that's a day everybody got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's something that we, we don't even know when it happens. And I, I think it's the most easiest time in life. Because you ain't going to worry about it. You ain't going to know when it happened. You're going to just, either you suffer. Why We don't know why you suffer. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody else you got to ask the most high about why you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the most point, man, it's just like you just got to go each day. Yeah. And give it all. And we all got the same 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? You just got to get it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's it. I mean, at the end of the day, bro, I tell people all the time. Like, you know, and I, I'm openly, I'm open about this shit. Like, my mom had multiple melanoma. She had blood cancer. Like through all these albums that I was, I've been doing since 2017. Yeah, I've been dealing with that as well. And people are like, you know, oh man, your your music is this. It's, it inspires me. It does this. It does that. P 
people saying that about me helps me throughout my day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people think like, oh, man, I'm just, I'm literally just helping them. And they have no idea. It's like y'all saying that people listening to me, that shit's helping me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm dealing with, I'm, I was dealing with struggles. You know what I'm saying? Real I'm, struggles. I was dealing with shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's, I think that's what people don't understand. It's like, you know, somebody told me one time, like, if you think you're dealing with something real bad, just close your eyes and think about somebody that got their arm chopped off and they're dealing with 15 times more situations than, than you dealing yep. with. And, and if you think about it like that, you'll kind of relax on your situation no matter what it is. Yep. I don't care what it is. You know what I mean? And people go through their own shit. And you know what I mean? Like if you're going through something really terrible or you've been going through consecutively consecutive things that's been terrible, you kind of like at some point understand how to deal with it. You feel me? You know what I mean? Because you experience more of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like somebody else be like, what the hell? How's, how, they, how they doing that? How they, you know, how they, how they, because they've already experienced that level and they, you know, like going and taking it to another place. So if, whether it was negative, that's some negative shit, then why can't you do that with a positive situation? Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's why, like me, I'm at a certain age, too. When people die, man, it's just like, I'm just grateful for all the times that we spent. You know what I'm saying? That I had the time to spend with him. You know what I'm saying? That's what I look at it. I don't mourn that he's lost for now. You know what I'm saying? I know his physical form or her physical form. I just be grateful for, like, and an old man told me this, man. He said, man, just be grateful for the moments that you had and the opportunities that you had to have with them on this planet. You know what I'm saying? Think about that moment. Right, you know right. I think, I think... Like, and that's, it's, it's something to always just be honest about, you know, like, I had time when my mom's passed, you know what I mean? My mom's passed uh, last year, you know what I'm saying? Yo, August, all, you know, it's all good. August uh, 13th, 2022. So it's like, for me, I had time because my mom's got all this shit in 2016, 2017. <clears throat> so, like, I had time. Like, you know, I just had a friend that their parents passed, their their parent passed away within like a three week period. Like I you know what I mean? Like I was I, they wasn't ready for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was prepared for my situation. So just like you say, you gotta bless thank God and be know that you blessed in some way, shape or form. Or, to have them last moments. Yeah, there you go. And that's the positive thing about it, you know? And it's just gain all the knowledge that you can from that loved one before that time is up. You know, yeah. that's that's what's like it's more important to because my dad too, he's he's like in a tough spot right now too. And it's like so mentally, man that shit put me at like a, when I first heard the news and shit about him, you know, mentally, like, damn, that shit kind of really hurt because it's the pops, you know what I'm saying? So, right, yeah. And so it's like, damn. So I kind of took it hard, too, the first time. And and it's only because I know how I was trained and taught to deal with situations like that. You right, know what I'm saying? Exactly. It was like our parents showed us to, you know, get drunk to deal with our sorrows yep, and yep, shit yep, like that. Yep. So what we go do, we do the Act same tough, shit. You know what I'm saying? Strong, yeah, don't all cry right. in front of your siblings yeah, and all bro. that shit, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we got to deal with that emotionally. And then yep. growing that shit in the, in the neighborhoods we go in. You yeah, know it's trauma. Man. Yeah, it's trauma. Then, you know what I mean? That's that's you know not to cut you off, but that's exactly the shit that I be talking about. Like I'm, I'm like going through all this, and like man, it's a lot of depression. It's a lot of anxiety. Yeah, it's a lot of like. What could I have done? What could you have done? And that's, man, like, that's a lot of shit rappers don't talk about, man. Yeah, they they just want to be cool and act like everything is Sweet. this and that, bro, and it's not. The, I think the more shit I talk about, you know, and and open up the light, I think that's kind of like 
I got more balls than anything because I could talk about it and be up front with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so for me, it's just, you know what I mean, opening up. And like I said, these projects, you'll see, you know, the progression of shit. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's Oakley 3 for it, not only being a trilogy and it ending it as a whole, but it's just like it's going to leave a, a huge stamp in the Chicago like music scene, bro, for – Fire. Black and Latino men, you know what I'm saying, to speak about what they live, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's funny because wh- whomever, you know what I mean, if you if you haven't lived in this shit, then you're not going to understand. And that's completely fine, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you either going to look at it in a great sense, look at it in a bad sense, or you're going to look at it, have a biasy, bias about it, not look at the bias about it and that you have about it and try to like do research about shit. Yeah. And I think if you do research about things, then you actually understand like more shit and be able to be grateful for things. You know what I mean? And me myself, like I, I I'm learning that shit right now, bro. Every day. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and it's tough too. Cause you know what I'm saying? That we don't have that teaching in the beginning, bro. Like exactly. nobody teaches us how to deal with shit mentally, bro. Nah, nah, and coming yeah. from broken homes and shit too. So that shit comes in all in play too. Like bro. the factor of a man being in our lives, the presence in our lives. You know bro, what I'm saying? Bro. And you, you speaking on it. Like yeah, it's, yeah. That shit is happening right now. hundred percent. That's what yeah. all these young brothers are, are dealing with out in the street in Chicago right now, man. They got no consciences out there, bro. Well, it, it's insane that that's happening because you think about it as a 12, 13, 14. My, my best friend, um, one of our good friends died when we was 12 years old, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To gun violence. And that happened in a, in you know, Berwyn slash Forest Park area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not Chicago, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... I lived with my grandma on Oakley, and I didn't hear about shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, until I was 13, 14, 15, it's like it immediately started hitting because, my, you know, I'm, I'm trying, my mom's trying to give me education in a better area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, understand where the fuck I'm at. It's a whole different lane, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different lane of shit. You know what I'm saying? And you not focused as a young man, you're not, you're not focused, bro. You're not focused on what you need to be focused on. And then you got all these mental and anxiety type of things popping up at you, and you got to think quick, yep. quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're looking at friends. They, <laughs> they looking at you like, man, is you okay? Because I'm living on both sides, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to... Different schools. My mom's trying to get me in better education, but I can't focus, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm thinking about different shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my cousins ain't got fucking food. Like, my fucking other cousin gang banging. Like, and I'm like, yo, I don't even and this understand. Is all gro- this is all growing up. Yeah. I don't even understand gang banging like that. I'm worried about fucking baseball, bro. Yeah, bro. That's my outlet was baseball. You know what I'm saying? I played so I was... 22 fucking years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's like, in itself, like some shit. You chasing something because something else, you trying to run from some other shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I never really got into sports until after I moved with my pops, man. That was like when I was like 14, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. 
I never really knew about sports because we were just in the streets running around. No, I played. Uh, I played. I played ball when I was like uh, eight years old. I started playing when I was seven and eight. Yeah. After that, I played all the way till I was like twenty-two, twenty-three, I think. Yeah, somewhere around there. But it's crazy because that was my mom's, bro. Trying to, my mom was one of nine oh, kids. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she didn't have fucking like the bottoms of her socks. She didn't have like she they wore like just the top of their socks. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like holes in their fucking shoes. So it's like she worked at the post office for 42 years. You know what I'm saying? To like give us a better life, bro. And it still was a struggle. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh just just getting by, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to be through all that and be all these tell all these stories and be like understand like where the fuck I came from, you know what I mean? And that's a perfect example of what you said, these young kids they ain't got they don't know, you know what I'm saying? And it goes back to what I was saying. Like like what somebody told me, if you if you this if you Think you got it hard. Think about somebody else and they got it way harder. And that's how I feel about these young kids, man. You know what I'm saying? At least my mom's was trying to do something. My pops was fucked up and it yeah. is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I talked about that plenty of times. I'm not going to go continue to go over. But, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's somebody, it was somebody meaningful. It was plenty of people meaningful in my life trying to help me. Yeah, even yeah. to this fucking day. You know what I'm saying? You know, and... uh it's just like these young kids, they, they ain't got that shit, bro. And that, and that's a, you say that, man, like, uh, I understand. Because we don't under, understand the people, or we don't see the people that are actually trying to help us throughout their life, too. The, those gifts that we're given, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. The people that are actually really giving a fuck about us, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we don't give them their full understanding either because we just really want it from somebody else, you know what I'm saying? And we're searching it from somebody else. But they come in and guide us, though, enough to help us get on this path of life, you know what I'm saying? So I'm always grateful for the people that I have in my corner. My Uncle Jerry's the one, man. My mom, you know what I'm saying? My grandma, I talk to my grandma still. She's still kicking it, you know? Yeah, I mean. The old heads, man. That's, that's, that shit is so beautiful, man. It's beautiful to talk to them, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I look at it like my my mom's, my dad, and my grandma's past. I was not close with my pops, but, you know, he my pops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My, You know, I could still, at the end of the day, if I had some fucked up shit going on, I'd probably talk to him. You know what I'm saying? My mom's, that was my number one. My grandma, that was my number two. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I don't really have old heads like that. So when I see old heads and I know they spitting wisdom, I really talk to them. Like, I only talk to them like, honestly, little, like kids. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like my son, you know what I'm saying? Because they going to tell you what it is. You know what I mean? Like, so that's why I'm always in activities with them, always doing shit like that. Other than that, it's my sister. Go crazy, man. Like, those is the only two people that literally is uh, only two adults. Yeah. That I could say that, you know, keep me going. And my brother, and my brother DJ, my brother Daryl, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's like family, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk to those people all the time, every day. And that's, that's important, too, man, to have those people to talk to because, you know, it, it, it's like if you don't have nobody to express these feelings with, man, it, it's just going to bottle up and you're going to take it out on somebody yeah, else. You know yeah. And so 
And there's been plenty of times that I fucking got too tonic, you know what I'm saying? And fucking yeah. took it down to somebody else. Shit, fucking, it, it, and I did what last night? I did what? Oh, fuck. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 what it is, is it's that trauma and it's that reoccurrence, seeing it, and then you now doing the shit and you trying to, you trying to your best to understand it. And it happens to me all the time. It happens to me often, bro, where I'm like, fuck, I'm acting like somebody that I don't even want to be. You know what I mean? And you, again... Step back and look and try your best to just dead all that shit. Some they like you know nah you could do this shit nah you you have to dead all everything, everything in order to in order to stop it and I'm just realizing that shit last month last week today. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and bro, it's, you know it's crazy <laughs> to me too. Like it's uh, for me in life. That's why I'm always scared to get close to people, dog. Like, and it sucks. Like every time I get close to somebody, they end up passing. Like type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So. It started with my, my my grandfather and my cousins and my other cousin. Uh, it's just like everybody that I was speaking to, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm scared to open up to the next person because it's like, damn, am I gonna? And, and, and it sucks because that's the bond that we build just because we open up to that one somebody, you know what I'm saying? And then and we can have this relationship with everybody, but we can't trust them with what we're gonna tell them, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And they don't respect what or understand or try to comprehend what we're trying to tell them. I'll be real, man. Like. The only people I'm telling shit is again the people that the people that I know for life. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. the people that's in my life presently right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk to my sister on the phone every day. I talk to Coke Crazy every day. You know what I'm saying? I holler at my boy DJ when it's time, and that's it, man. It's it's, it's real. It's real. It's real different, but like all these artists, and I see like. Jay Wade, man, shout out to Jay Wade. That's like a good little homie of mine, and I, 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 I see what he's doing, and his vision, and how young he is. He's twenty-two years old. You know what I'm saying? And me and him had the Justified Truth album, and uh, those is the type of people that I'm trying to inspire, man. I'm trying to inspire them because nobody told me nothing about this rap stuff, man. Nobody told me nothing about this rap stuff. I did this shit on my own. It's people, you know, and that's not knocking nobody. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But you look at all a lot of these artists, their uncle was a musician. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, you know, their auntie played keyboard and their uncle did saxophone and their whole generation of family is music. Yeah, this yeah. is something that I picked up on and I enjoyed and I loved. And it took me to the level that I'm at right now. That's why I'm so passionate about it. You know what I'm saying? And I take this shit to the heart. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that I do in this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just I just let people know, like, yo, I don't care what people think about me. Yeah, my 100%. Process bro. And my process and what I'm talking about. And you always talking about this and that. I don't care what nobody has to say about me ever, bro, ever. Yeah. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm, like, doing my own thing and people love me and people hate me. I don't care about it, bro. Yeah, I care bro. about making the music and people understanding and saying, yo, that shit was dope. You helped me out. You changed my life. I had so, I had so many kids say, yo, I went to this college. I went to Columbia College, man. I listen to your music every day. 
If it wasn't for you listening to your Oakley One, if it wasn't listening to your Maxi Single Two project, I would not have made it out of college. I ain't even Fire, go to bro. college, bro. Yeah, me either. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, that's what it feel like to me, bro. So it's like, for me, it's something that almost breaks me down, bro. Because it's like, you got people telling me I'm inspiring them. Like, I'm inspired by y'all, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, that's just like the, these dudes right here. Infamous podcast, man. They, uh, they, they. They came on my podcast, man. They're like, yo, dog. And one of them was my little cousin. You know what I'm saying? He, he thought maybe I wasn't going to holler at him and give him a shot. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I used to say, yeah, dog, y'all come on, bro. It's all good. We had like a three-hour podcast. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, yo, bro. He's like, man, we, you know, we're inspired by what you got going on, bro. That shit's like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I do it for, kind of. You know what I'm saying? To, and if, if I can inspire one of my cousins, bro, to do something better than yeah. other than knowing what yeah. we, we're used to, dog, then, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing my job, bro. It's you know what I'm saying? Truth. And you're doing the same thing with yeah. the music, bro. That's why it's, it's a blessing. That's why you got to use that shit, bro. That's your gift. You know what I'm nah, saying? No, nah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, bro. Because you changing the narrative, bro, of the mindsets of what these kids are listening to, understanding, like, the true shit, like, what's really going down in the streets. I'm going through this shit for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is my real life depression, anxiety. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Pain, going through experiences. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And... I think, like, I think, honestly, bro, like, people don't just need to realize, like, if you can, if you could change one life, you could change five. If you could change five, you could change ten. If you could change ten, you could change fifty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this rap shit is such a niche market right now, bro. It's such a niche market. Yeah, you know bro. what I'm saying? Sex, like, money, and drugs, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, like, if people understand, can understand, like, all you got to do is... Wash and repeat. Talk to people and do the same thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Make you more music and keep keep putting it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell people, you know what I'm saying? You appreciate them. You respect them and show them love. And yeah. be genuine about what you're doing. Bro. 100%. And wash it and repeat it. Do continue, continue to move, bro. Continue to move. And you ain't got to have a million dollars. You ain't got to have $5,000. You ain't got to have all these big-ass budgets. It's people with... A camera on a cell phone. This camera that I'm looking at right now, like I'm literally about to, while I'm talking to you on yeah. this podcast, I'm gonna go write a little caption of of the live I just took, and I'm gonna save it, and I'm gonna be able to pop it up, and I'm going to be able to talk to more people. Yeah, 100%. I'm gonna be able to move traction, bro. And that's all that it is, man. It's a constant flow. It's a constant flow, you know what I'm saying? And I watch people do this. I watch my boy Quavo Shots. Salute to him, bro. Yeah. I watched him throughout Milwaukee just come from speaking to Wiz Khalifa. And then now we're going to all these different shows and we're going to all these different, you know, uh, just music venues, meeting Schoolboy Q, meeting Kendrick Lamar, meeting uh, Devin the Dude, meeting, uh, you know, uh, uh, just all these people, bro. I could continue to just go on currency, like Freddie Gibbs, like yeah, yeah. all these people before they popped. Westside Gun, Griselda, the whole gang, everybody, bro. Yeah, we watched everybody come up. You know what I'm saying? And like, you look at that, and you get inspired, and you like, man, I could do this shit myself. And while I'm doing this, I'm understanding other people's shit, and I'm 
creating my own lane for myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like you can you can work with through other people's shit. I can look at, you know, what Mob Deep did back in the day and what, you know, Alchemist did and how he started with that market, blew it up, and then took pieces of people from different, you know, markets of rap. You know, like the Boldy James and yeah. the Earl Sweatshirts and the Action Bronsons and created a platform, bro. And that's what it is. It's just creating. Yeah. Telling people like, yo, like, this is who I am. This is what I want to be. This is where we're going to go with yeah. it. Boom. Opening it up. Yeah. It's that fucking simple. This is like, every, that's why it's important to, uh, your frequency is different, man, from your other. That's why you can't vibe with so many people. You know what I'm saying? You got to find the compatible ones, you know? And, like, you got to find other creators that be on the same level or same frequency. And that's important to get into that next higher frequency together. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody can't go. Like Nipsey said, everybody can't go. You know nope. what I'm saying? Nope. Nope. And it's, it's important to understand that we can't we can't carry everybody to that next level. It's, on, it's, it's, it's for them to get, you know, find that self. It's it's you know what I'm saying finding self is a is a is important too, man. It's big, man. So I mean, I mean, I think, I think again, like the pandemic, the pandemic made a huge, 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 like shift in my rap because I only made projects, and it's crazy because people are gonna hear this and be like, "What?" I only made sat down and made projects before the pandemic, and it took me months. Yeah, it took me months, bro. Like. Once the pandemic came, I understood myself and figured out how I needed to rap, how quick I needed to do, to do verses, and how fast I needed to understand what I had going on in my in my rap career. I'm not finna sit here and talk about intergalactic galaxies and travel through forces and aliens and Martians and all this shit. That's not me as a rapper, bro. I know who I am. I know what I talk about. And the people that listen to me know what they get. Yeah. So I, at the, at, with that being said, I need to be able to push through and make these records in a, in a reasonable amount of time frame to the way that I like them. Make sure that they write. If I make 10 songs and I only like eight of them, I know that, okay, I need to create a boundary and let's make this a, a, a project that makes sense. Yeah. And maybe now only seven of those songs or five of those songs make sense for the project that came up, created in my head. So now those other songs are sitting there waiting to be, you know what I mean, put on something else. And when I create and I do something else with my music, I say, hey, you know what? Oh, man, I made that song three weeks ago. And I just created this song that sounds like cohesive. Yeah. Now let's pull these two songs and let's start making another album around this. I'm giving people game. It's not that hard, bro. It's like it's yeah. just, it, I don't want to say common sense because it kind of is, but it's just like, think you sit down and think, think about the process yeah, for, before you before you, you hit, before you, you know, stick and move. Yeah. And, and, and then we got to have more conversations as men and come together and having conferences. You know what yes. I'm saying? Even conversations one-on-one -on -one or even having a whole conference with a team. If you can't understand the structure of the idea of where we're going, man, you don't need to be sitting it at the table. It doesn't even need to be a thought <laughs> process, bro. Like, you know what I'm seriously, saying? I tell people that all the time. It, it does, you, don't need to, you, don't need to, you don't need to follow 
something that everybody else is doing. If you think that what you're doing is great, if you're making songs that's 25 seconds and people loving them yeah. and saying, yo, man, make more, this shit is great. They don't mean make longer songs. Make and 25 make, make, tw- make 25 more 25 second, second songs. songs. Yeah. If somebody says, man, make a make this, that would be great. Nah, that don't sound right to my to what I'm doing. Yeah. Then don't do it. Yeah, I, I first I first man because I had a couple of people come here and record, so I was like, man, why don't you guys ever go over like a minute and a half? Like, why? Usually it's shorter. Like they they'll cut the whole half of the beat out. Like the whole other half of the beat would be turned up. You know what I'm saying? They're like, nah, that's cool. That's all we're gonna do. And I'm like, well, why y'all do that? And I realized the algorithm for TikTok and everybody the short attention span. You know what I'm saying? It, cha- it changes the game of the the if it's interested or not, they're gonna swipe up or they're gonna swipe down within like the first tenth of a second. Like, sir, and it's just like changing the game with the music industry, man. I think like you got a TikTok, by the way. I do. I never use it. <laughs> I think it's, like, it's just like it's too much, right? Like, so it, you know what it is is, and, and this is the truth. When when I have learned so much on this Instagram, and this is like. Excuse me for like looking at my phone because I yeah, never yeah. do that in in podcasts, but I'm looking at my phone because I'm posting yeah, because yeah. I'm like this is a great thing that people need to see like immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure. Like they need to know about this shit, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like for me, social media is just that. I don't care about. <laughs> I don't care about like big booty shaking and. The fucking cool like hacks on Instagram and all oh, that shit's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's cool looking at for two seconds. But I'm, I'm what's, a, the, uh, what's the what's the what's the what's the real thing? Like I, I watched Young Dolph say this shit. If you could figure out what's going on on these phones and social media and stop looking at the bullshit, yeah. then you can actually make millions the of dollars, dollars for bro. your family. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's what it's about. Like, at the end of the day, people don't understand, like, a lot of these producers, a lot of these rappers now, all they concerned about is how they make money first. Yeah. How they make money first. Yeah. This is my 11th year in rap, nigga. 11th year in rap. And I've been literally busting my ass, spending my money on this shit for 11 years. Yeah. Eight years into it is when I started to see a little bit of money back. And I'm talking about a little bit of money back after I'm still putting in. Yeah. Putting in projects, and now I'm seeing money coming back from that project. It's a push every day and a grind every day. You're going to work on things and figure out situation as you go, my boy. Period. Yeah, yeah. As you go. 100%. And that, that man, we've been doing this shit for twelve years now. But the podcast has been since twenty twenty, so it's just like another addict. Cause at first, bro, photography was my first shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do my thing. That's like the passion, heart, and everything. Everything else has started turning into everything. So at first, it was just a, this place was just a, a photography and a recording studio. You know what I'm saying? Video studio. And everybody was like, "Dog, you got a booth?" I was like, "Nah." So we end up building a booth. And no, it's like a one-stop shop type shit. So right, right. I'm here right. to get everything done in one, you know. Right, right. Just it, just and it's just like, bro, you got to put your own money up for your own shit, you know. Oh, I mean? man. For chasing your own dream, you know what I'm saying? This shit's 
not easy. It's, he, it's rough, bro. I, he, I've been, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> Trust me. It's crazy. It's been up and downs, bro. There's been a lot of downs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just, but you got to just keep going. I mean, the biggest thing, the biggest thing I tell people is if, if you can do it on your own, like, do it on your own. Like, um, me, I'm I'm a great person to listen to because I'm telling gems. Uh, La Russell's a good person to uh, uh, listen to. I don't know if people check that dude out. He a dope artist, dope MC. He a super dope cat to just, like, listen to. Dude, like, is really spitting gems yeah. for the, like, community. And I hope I'm saying bro name right. Uh, La Russell, L.A. Russell. Salute to bro. Like, yeah, he yeah. really telling gems out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, he out in the city? Uh, no, nah, I think he from... Uh, Vallejo, okay. Cali, yeah, okay, yeah, Cali yeah. Dude, 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 doing his thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'll check so him that, out. Yeah, that's sure. like one person I've definitely been like listening to and trying to understand. You know what I'm saying? Because people telling you what's popping, bro. You know what I'm saying? And like I've been telling people for years. I think now it's really starting to sit, stick. Like support was the biggest thing that I was telling people. Like yo, if you support your own people, bro, you are 100%. going to win. Like, 100%. Bro. Like, I, I, I literally have been speaking that truth to Mox for ever. Yeah. They, they not, they, they're not listening, bro. Like, the more you telling people about each other, the, the more you're going to win, bro. Bro, because I'm a thinker, bro. Like, we're going to get this shit in motion. You know what I'm saying? I'll figure it out. We just got to fund it. You know what I'm saying? We, and we all got five. Five of us got good jobs, bro. There's no way in hell we can't go get a quarter million dollar loan right now. And go make something happen. No. But motherfuckers don't think that way. They'd rather just bit, pit themselves in their own. Like, bro, we can go build 20, we can go buy 20 acres of land right now, bro. Yeah. For that $240,000 house that you just bought. Instead, you could have just signed in on with us and we could have all been pitching in this fucking $400 payment or something. Yep. $300 yep. payment for 20 acres of land where yep. we could all go build a home on each corner of that motherfucker. Yep. Put a big ass bonfire in the middle and sing Kumbaya every once in a while. You, you know go, what I'm saying? Bro. And be fucking go. happy on our yep. own plot of land. Yeah. Yeah. People yep. get caught up in the culture, bro. Yeah, and that's what it is. I mean I think financial ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, like for me it's just been <laughs> this path with this rap shit, it ain't easy. If you going if you gonna pursue it, know that you're gonna deal with struggles. You know, um my people the ones that I love, they the ones that had to literally deal with me and going through trials and tribulations with this shit. You know what I'm saying? And you, as an artist, you go, you run through all types of emotions. You run through, am I doing this right? Is this who I should be? Should I be, you know, 100%. spending these expenses? Do do um, or do do people trust me? Is, is my family saying the right thing that I should stop doing this? Should yeah. I continue to do this? Like, all of these things, it's, it's harping in your mind and in your heart. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Should I? Should I not? Making, <laughs> making, making, making the decisions those every day, though. Every like, day, bro. Every day. Every day. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, just like, damn. Then you got to figure out how you can make this bread back. And it's just like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then bills are coming around still. And that shit gets stressful, bro. Like sometimes, man, it just be like, <sighs> it's got it's constant, bro. It's Every constant day, bro. It's Every fucking constant, day, it's keep it going. Thing. And that's what I, uh, people don't understand, bro. Like, time is everything, man. So right, for that's, me, that's the major thing. Me and Cole Crazy talk about that shit. Every day, time 
Time is fucking everything, my boy. Yeah, like, for man. real, for real. Like time is everything. Like your time, like your money could be spent, but your time is worth everything. Like, yeah. Let me say that again. Me, me and Co Crazy talk about that shit this, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So this is why, bro. Like, if I if I don't invite you, you know what I'm saying. So now moving forward, like, because people used to show up late, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying, like. Like 45 minutes, like, yo, we're on the highway, we'll be there. And oh, we'll be there in 10 minutes, it'll be 30 minutes later. I'm like, yo, dog, you said you're gonna be here. <laughs> it's like, you, you got us here waiting and shit. And that's why I started charging people a refundable $50. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just show up on time and you get your $50 back. If right. not, you know what I'm saying? Be about your business. That's all right. you gotta be about. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that. we just started that shit after four years and we've been dealing with that for four years. So my wife just came up with the idea, like, just offer somebody because I know you're tired of waiting for people, and I I, I give them the benefit of the doubt too. Still, like yo, dog, they're like yo, we're right here. Like when I want to reschedule type shit, yeah. and they do pull up like five ten minutes later though. But it's just like, bro, come on, man, be on time. But there'll be a lot of people out here that don't be uh, serious about their craft. I mean, that's the truth, man. Like me and you, I think you messaged me this morning at like six thirty in the morning. Or something. Mm-hmm. Might even have been earlier than that. And like I looked at my phone and like. 7.45. Okay. I already knew I had to be here. Yeah, yeah. It's like you hit the me up last week. Yeah, it's yeah. The, yeah, it's the confirmation of, like, you already hit me. All right, so I know, bro, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm finna drop my son off at 9.15, and I'm going to be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. You know what I mean? Like, this a.m. early morning shit is the truth, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, that, like, you know, you watch any other interview, that's literally my, my hype. Y'all niggas was late going to school. <laughs> I wanted to go to school because I wanted something. to talk. I wanted to, no, hell no. I wanted to talk shit with my friends. I, I was young as hell. I was crazy. I just oh, the friends wanted to be at school. Yeah, I just wanted to be with my homies. I wanted to see what was going on. I wanted to scope the scene. You know what I'm saying? But it was crazy because the things that I learned, I learned rough. I had to, like, learn them the hard way because I had plenty my mom put me in plenty of positions to win, and I just was not listening. Bro. And so when my son is, like, not listening, I'm like, damn. I know where you got that shit from. <laughs> it's terrible, bro. Bro, you know see. I, mean? I, I, I put it up. I, I, I blame myself. I know it. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the accountability thing, dog. Like, you got to understand, as parents, we didn't do the right thing either in front of our, our kids. You know what I'm saying? So but they're going to they're gonna have our, our tendencies. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? But that's, that's why now, I that's why now my son, eight years old, and I'm pounding it into his head because I'm trying to be a better person. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what growth. I do yeah, the same you know what I'm thing. Like, and I'm trying to tell him. I'm, my biggest pet peeve is being late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was here at... Nine fifty-seven, and yeah. to me, I'm still yeah, fucking yeah. late. I was, I, still I, I was a little late. late today, actually. You know what I'm saying? And like, and to me, like that shit is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, I don't even too. give a fuck. I don't even care who too, who you are, what you got. If you not on time, bro. Yeah. And like I said, my pops is from the military. He he uh he yep. was in the air force. He worked on. He's an aeronautical engineer. He worked on airplane engines, but he was a major alcoholic. So it's like, and and my mom's was like. Worked at the post office for 42 years, bro. She was a warden, bro. Yeah. Like, she literally worked the graveyard shift 8 p.m. to 8, 8 or to 4 a.m. She did not play about time, bro. 
like at all. Like if you was not there, like you had a five minute grace period when you was young, when you was riding on your bike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we ain't have fucking cell phones at that time. You know what I'm saying? Five minute grace period. Once I got older, it was like, nah, bro, if you're not here 15, 20 minutes early, prepped and pre- yeah, ready. ready to go, you are trash. Yeah. Like, that was the, how I was taught, bro. And, like, my sister hated it. She was never on time. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, She'd yeah, be yeah. mad at me right now for saying that <laughs> shit. She was never on time, yeah. bro. Oh, man. So it was a hard thing. Like, and a lot of people that I grew up with was never on time. So I was terrible in school, but I was always catered to. Why? Because I listened, paid attention at some points, and was always on time. Not because I wanted to be. Because yeah, yeah, my moms had me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, your your son is always early. He may not be the best student. He may not be paying attention, but he's here. After I tell him twice or three times, not listening, (laughs) but he does it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And that's the difference, bro. Like, I tell my son, like, if you are at school and you in line first, your teacher see you in line first, she see you at your getting your books together. Your really your friends ain't gonna be there early. Yeah, cause they're all they parents late. So if you in your seat and you still getting B's or C's, you good. You good. Yeah. You don't have to have an A all the time. Yeah. Cause them A them kids that's getting A's. Guess what? They late five ten times a year. They're not paying attention. They primarily goofing off. Why? Because, yeah, they smart. But they not, they not prepared. Them kids in 20 years are going to be doing all types of different shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you on time, if, okay, I ain't really know the homework last night, but I struggled through it, but I did it, and I got it together. You know what I'm saying? It's smarter kids that's racing to do their homework at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Why? Because I was smart, bro. I just had a bunch of bullshit going on. So I was the kid at 4 in the morning doing my shit with my mom because she's like, you know what? I told you to do it at 8 o'clock. Now you're going to learn. Now we're going to do it at 4 a.m. Kobe. That's what he would do to people, bro. <laughs> you know those Kobe yeah, stories, yeah. bro? Uh-huh. All right, we're going to go drink. People would be like, let's go have shots tonight. Okay, I have shots with you, but you're going to do what I do tonight, tom- uh, tomorrow. Okay, so it's 2 o'clock in the morning. They having shots at the club, this and that. What happens? They leave. Kobe say, all right, see you at 4 a.m. What? Bro, it's 2 a.m. in the morning. See you in 4 a.m. See you in. I'm going to see you in two hours. I did what you did. You do what I do. That's legend shit. Yeah, bro. See what I'm saying? And that's why, like, I I, I preach. I preach about my moms. I preach about OGs and listening to them because they trying to tell you shit when you're younger. You know what I'm saying? And my shit was flip-flopped as a kid. And he's, he's, I wanted to listen, but then I didn't want yeah. to hear shit. Yeah. Man, I wanted to do this, but then I didn't. That's how my son is right now, bro. He's like 19. 
I, I wanted to do this. Oh, I want, oh, man, I ain't care. I wasn't listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait, no, but I really, you know what I'm saying? All I cared about at points was baseball and listening to music and being with my friends and doing crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? And I had mad opportunities, yeah. mad opportunities than other people. And I'm fucking. Let them go sideways. But that's how you learn, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I tell my son, I'm like, dude, do different. You know what I'm saying? I explained to him, like, man, my pops wasn't there like I was for you. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my pops wasn't doing the shit that I'm doing, bro. So that's why, I, that's why I try to embed in my son's mind, bro, because he hangs out with his little cousins. You know what I'm saying? And they both don't have their father in their life. Yeah. So I tell him, man, I said, Dad, you got to be the motherfucker, like, influencer, bro. You got to be the leader for them because they really don't know, have no inspiration yeah. from at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I be telling my son, and I'm like, yo, it's kids that they ain't got their pops. Yeah. My dad was there, but wasn't, my dad was physically there, yeah. but was wasn't not there, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I tell him. It's like, you know, I try to be as real with him as possible. You got to, bro. Because he young still. You can't sugarcoat shit. That's you know, I'll be straightforward with him too, bro. And, you got it. And my son big, bro. My son, you know, like he go to Catholic school and he'd be the biggest kid in his class. You know, it's two separate classes. It's like 13 kids in each class with like two teachers. So it's pretty, it's pretty separated. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like four teachers, you know, on 24 kids like nowadays that's pretty straight you know what i'm saying oh, yeah, yeah. so it's like you know what i mean when you think about it and it's two classes so it's like six kids to each you know what i'm saying teacher so yeah, i'm yeah. like man focus bro focus bro. like try to focus and i'm gonna give you the thing that you want and like right now he ain't looking at no tv he ain't looking at no Video games, none of that, bro. I'm like, yo, that stuff is a privilege, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a privilege. Because when I was a kid, I was just like, I'm just going to do what I want. My mom worked at night. My dad drunk and said, I ain't got to listen to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I got to listen to nobody, bro. Go to my grandma's house four days, five days a week. Hanging out with my cousins, you know what I'm saying? We... 12, 13 years old, smoking weed already, acting a fool, bro. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's what it was. Bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, I just try to, you know what I mean, teach better for my kid. You know what I mean? That's a, that's all we can do as parents, too, is teach our kids to be better, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I be trying to tell my son that he need to be up here more often. So he don't even be up here, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like he has access to this shit, but he doesn't even yeah. be up here to like understand what, what he has here. Or yeah. As a creator, you can do yeah. anything here, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I did a lot of stuff with my son. I, like when he was in, uh, he was in piano from third, when he was three all the way to he was like five. Yeah. And he couldn't stand it, bro. He couldn't stand it. And I didn't force him. What yeah. I did was I would just be like, if you want to stop, you completely can yeah, and he knew that it was like something, like to me that I wanted him to go, and I didn't put it in his psyche. Like I wasn't like, if you don't go, you're gonna be a terrible person. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't do that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, man, you need to go. Like, if 
you want to go, go. I'll take you. I'll make sure you're there. Yeah. And he would go, and he would give the teacher a hard time. And I could tell he just wasn't in it. Yeah. And every time, like, all right, well, we just stopped. And, no, 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 no. Let me try, let me try, let me try. For a while, he was doing real good. And when he got, like, five, you could tell he just, he wasn't in it no more. And I pulled him out. You know what I'm saying? People are like, oh, man, you wasted that money for three years and this and that. And that was probably $100. Like, yeah, it was, but it was something that he's going to look at in maybe five, ten years. Yeah. Be like, oh. My dad had my back. Yeah. Damn. Now I want to try this again. You know what I'm saying? Now I want to do this. Now I want to do that. Something for him to think about. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel like... Like school systems and and the jobs just like suck the creativity out of people. You know oh, one hundred percent, man. You know like, what I'm saying? Third, like I had, I I know I have dyslexia. I know I got it. I got hella anxiety as well. Yeah. Um, and they was just pushing all types of shit on me as a kid. Like just all, all you go to these LD classes and you can't do this and you can't do that. And my mom's just like, yo. He can do whatever the hell he needs to yeah. do and what he wants to do. We know that he's not strong in these parts, so we're going to just work on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, like, had to work through that shit, bro. Like, I knew I had dyslexic shit. And most artists <laughs> do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so, like, I didn't take Spanish as a Mexican-Latino male. Terrible, bro. <laughs> Took art, bro. I don't, I don't know Spanish either, bro. As a Mexican male, you know what I'm saying. And it's crazy because that's like primarily what my whole family. My, my too. Family my is. grandfather too. My abuelita, my abuelito. I, I guess I used to speak it when I was little, but as I grew older, I got Americanized and started speaking English. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? yeah. Didn't take on bilingual in elementary. Yeah. Just went straight to straightforward uh, first grade kindergarten. No bilingual classes. Yep. Where they would have kept speaking to you in Spanish and yep. keep you going. Yeah. Yeah, so I wish like, they would have fucking did it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Instead, because I, I, I kind of man, there's so many fucking missed opportunities you oh, can just man. talk, and, especially a, in especially in the especially in the rap group for rap career oh, for me. Come on, like man. I mean that Mexico tour when I went to Mexico, that was like the craziest shit in my life. Bro. And then they know you're Hispanic, and are, man, and you don't speak Spanish. It's bro, like it's, it's nuts. like it's nuts because like I had like three people that spoke English there with me five people that spoke english with me and they took me through the whole tour my boy uh juan my boy demo my boy nightwalker yeah um my boy lucci um and it was it was actually more it was a couple others actually but they got me through that shit bro why they, they all spoke spanish they, they all spoke spanish oh yeah. that's fucking f- and uh <laughs> and i'm and we're not talking about Mexico City. We did a joint. Mexico City was the first joint we went to. But we was in like uh, Alas Caliente. I can't even say the name. <laughs> like St. Luis Polasi. Like it was all these yeah, yeah. real, 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 real small towns. Place towns in Mexico, yeah, yeah. bro. And like they really took care of me, bro. Like I literally had these people. We go to, to, to the one spot, right? And they like, it's not cartel driven. And I was like, hell yeah, it's cool. We cool in here. And it was like, it's more gangs like we're used to in Chicago. But the, the, the age range from eight and nine 
all the way up to 14 and they're 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 like big thing that they do is they stab i'm like wait you telling me it's little niggas around <laughs> here that's my son's age stabbing motherfuckers. stabbing niggas he said yes i go outside right i'm talking to my girl i'm in the outside smoking this joint talking to my girl and it's this kid that see me right he looking at me he had the like jungle jungle gym this little nigga see me like get off the jungle gym start approaching me bro he about 11 see yeah and i'm like this little nigga doing bro what are you doing we had a show bro like i'm talking to my girl on the phone this nigga pulled out a knife and start walking towards me, bro. And on his face, he laughing. I walk back inside the <laughs> Back inside the vein. What the fuck? Bro, like I shit Motherfuckers you. Laughing I shit at you, you not, bro. Coming in to stab you. And ass. I walk into the venue to the, my homies. And I'm like, the look on my face. I'm just like, and they're like, what's, what's popping? And I'm just like, nothing. We good. Don't even trip. And that's the first time I revealed that. I hope somebody we got that on camera or something. <laughs> that's the first time I revealed that. Bro. Um, and it was just, yeah, bro. It was like insane, bro. Like the type of shit that was going on. And it made me realize like, yo, I grew up in an area that's dangerous as hell. And I probably shouldn't even be walking over here because I ain't got no pole. Yeah, you ain't got shit. I ain't shit. got no, no knife. And it just puts you in a perspective of where you at. It humbles you. I'm 36 years old, bro. I'm yeah. not 22 years old no more. I'm not finna. I, 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 I got no problem saying that. I don't preach about guns. Yeah, yeah. I don't talk about guns. That's not what I do. I talk about guns in my raps that other people are doing experience bro yeah I, you never hear me talking about i'm gonna shoot somebody up because i don't do that bro like that's not my, in my content yeah and i would never do that so it's like to see these experiences and to me like man i'm i'm 36 bro i was 22 23 years old in the middle of gunfire and knife fights and yeah. crazy ass shit yeah. and it didn't really it didn't really move me, you know what I'm saying, at that time. Yeah, yeah. Being in Mexico, that shit moved the <laughs> hell out of me. A young child coming at me. Like what a that, fucking bro. smile on his face. What, bro? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that's like, that's just it. Bro. Yeah, that's, that's something probably you never forget in your no, life. I'll never forget that one, bro. Damn, that's what I was going to ask you, too. Like, how was it in different areas over there? It was remarkable, bro. Remarkable. Like, the food, the way the city well, Other than moved. that moment right there, yeah, you were that, And that didn't even, again, that did you guys have security? Did you guys have security at no. all? Just, you guys are just walking through? It dolo, bro. Like, like, I think everybody was with. Like, shout out to Lucci, man. Like, it was just community, bro. Like, it was a lot of community shit. And there was one area where they was speaking in Spanish and everybody was on their toes. And I'm like, yo. 
Are we good? Why y'all? Why y'all look all nervous and shit? And they said to us with a bunch of Mexicans, like my one homie from LA, bro. Yeah, yeah. He like a real nigga from LA, bro. And the people in Mexico, I was like, what they say? He's like, they said that in Spanish, they said we don't like these gringos. We don't like these white boys. American. And who's Mexican? this black dude? They said that about me. Oh. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, okay. We finna turn this shit up. And my homie, I'm about to go on stage. And throughout the whole. Wait, this is right before you about to go on stage? Yeah, yeah. And and, and they, they said, my homie, he, uh. Through the whole, through the whole, this was the last show. Through the whole, like, tour, I was translating through a translator on stage. I'd be like, yo, who the fuck speak English in this bitch? Yeah. And people raise their hand, and i pull up to them. i walk up to them and say, get up on stage. And I'd be like, hey, I want y'all to tell, I want you to tell them this. And they translate it in, in Spanish. Yeah. And I say, I want them to tell them. I'm from the out west Oakley block of Chicago. They say it in Spanish. I say, I'm where, I'm, I'm literally from where the little kids walk with no, no shoes on their feet, no socks on their feet in the street with glass and heroin hypes walking around with people selling crack to their grandmas. And the people that interpreters was looking at me like, I don't even want to say that. And I'm like, nah, you finna say that. And when we went to that fourth show and they was looking at us and saying that stuff, they literally was, my people walked up to me and said, bro, do not go up there and start talking that Oakley shit. Don't go up there, bro. Why the fuck not, And talk that stuff, bro. Because, like, it's a little trippy out here, bro. Yeah. And my reaction was, all right. But in my mind, I said, hell no. I'm finna do what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't no, it ain't no, it ain't no ands or buts. About it, bro. I'm doing it. Yeah. And I literally went up there. I said, can I have a translator? And they said, yeah, you have a translator. Went up there, spit my shit. And at the end of this, I want to play this clip. This was the end of that show. (laughs) Put it on the mic. The whole... Hood in Mexico. The screaming Oakley block. Now you could say that name, and you could say the date, and you could say the time, because it's at the top. Man, I don't even know. Alcohol. I don't even know, bro. Liantes. Alcohol. I go la Liantes. Alcohol. Yeah, there you go. San Marcos. San Marcos. Yeah, bro. That was at one in the morning. In Mexico. In they hood. Yeah, that's fire as hell. In they hood. Bro, how did you how did you set up the tour there? How did, who set that up? Uh, that was from my boy Juan and Demo. And just like between Juan, Demo, and Lucci planning everything, it was just a master plan, bro. Like they put everything together, bro. You know, like and I met so many 
great dudes on that tour. You know, I met Kid M.A. on that tour. You know, I met, you know, a lot of people on that shit, man. Yeah. It, it was really, really inspiring, man. To Was this just straight in the country of Mexico or you did something else? Yeah, it was all in, so I had that tour. I could look. I had that tour um, that week and then the next. Wait, like, that was that the town, though, that you almost got stabbed at? Nah, that was the town before. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that was the town before. But uh, I had that that week. I had a whole lineup that week, that month. Um, so I went into Mexico, I think. I went into Mexico. I went into Mexico the end of July. I did the tour that week, and then I had one week rest. Um like five days rest, did a show in Chicago. Um, then I did the Canada tour. I did Montreal, and then I did Toronto, and then I flew back the next day on the 12th. I got back on the 12th. My mom passed on the 13th. Um, and then uh, I had the biggest show of my life to date. Um I did the show with Cypress Hill at Ruido Festival, August 21st. Damn. Yeah, so I literally had to, like, bounce back from just all this shit. For mom. Yeah, yeah, and then like, and it was. All like, in that week. Yeah, and it was an incredible performance, all of them, you know. And, and like, I say this everywhere, and I, you know, and I, it's a big part of the podcast, and I want people to understand this part. Before I left for Mexico, I wasn't finna go. All this, all these shows I did, uh, I did about forty shows um, in twenty twenty two. Um, big, big shows, a lot of paid shows. Um, I did five festivals, um, and at the end of July, I wasn't going. I wasn't gonna do any of the July August shows. Yeah, because my mom's was passing, and I knew they was like. This could be a month. It could be two months. It ended up being like three weeks. And I was like, I'm just going to take the time to stay with my mom. And she was in the hospital. And I told her, I was like, you know what? I'm, uh, I ain't going to go to the tours. And she was like, don't be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, bro, it was it was crazy. Like, I, I wasn't finna go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't finna go. And uh, don't be a bitch. Yeah, yeah, bro. She was like, "Don't be a bitch." She was like, "You worked so hard for this." It was, it, it, it was crazy, man. Yeah, it was crazy. So that's your mom, bro. No, no doubt. My bad. My bad. You're good. But uh, yeah, it, it, it was, it was a part of my life, bro, that I had to change. You know what I mean? I had to realize, like, I'm doing this for the people, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this shit for the people. Like it's not about, it's not about just me anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I realized it was a huge therapy for me, bro. That people was telling me like, man, I I I, I, I literally you inspired the shit out of me, and like that that week that month, like I gained so many followers that I speak to today. Bro. Yeah, man, That's I good. speak to today. I speak to them motherfuckers today, bro. Like they literally, like, are a huge part of my life. Like that that Toronto show, the day before 
Shout out to my brother Daniel's son. And they literally, they told me, they was like, you know what? We want you to go a little later. We want you to, we want you to uh, do a better set, set time. And uh, I went from being first to being third. Yeah. On the tour. And they told me that was like, kill this shit, bro. Like, kill it for your moms. And, bro, the reaction for that crowd is probably like, I've rocked, I've rocked 2,500 people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rock 2,500 people. It was probably 40 people at that show, 60 people at that show. And that was the most energy I've ever seen in my life at a show, period. Yeah. Period. People was like, when's your best show? Toronto, Canada. Period, bro. Like, and I've done huge, amazing shows. Yeah, yeah. Shows that, like, it's not even a question. Don't even... I don't even have one doubt in my mind that they, yeah, they probably was better than that, but that one sticks in my mind because it was it was one of the most heartfelt shows in in, in my life. You know what I'm saying? And then the next one, and people when they hear this, they like what? My mom died on the 13th. I actually did a festival the next day. Hmm. And shout out to my logic. He was like, bro, you don't have to do this. (laughs) Like, you totally will get paid. We'll do what we need to do for you. Like, bro, you don't have to do this. And I'm like, if I don't do this, like, then I'm a bitch. Yeah, right. Exactly, <laughs> bro. Exactly, bro. And, and, and it just, it, again, it, it was one of those things where I was like, nah, bro. Nah. And you look at the footage of that shit and you're like, yo, this dude, you know, I look at it as myself, as it being me. And I look outside and be like, yo, I can't even believe, like, the heart, the heart of shit that, that happened. That day, bro, it was it was a beautiful time, you know what I mean? So I look back at that video all the time and it inspires me because it was little kids there, it was people there, it was on their lawn chairs and I explained to them the situation and everybody walked up. And maybe it was a hundred people, maybe it was seventy people, but it was it was another remarkable time. Yeah, I just yeah. can't believe it. People couldn't believe it. And I think that's the thing, one of the biggest things I'm proud of is just being able to say, like, yo, I had my time, man, and I ain't I ain't sad about it. You know what I mean? I had a joint called Odoram off my project that I did for my mom. And uh, it's called The Month After the Project, and I did this song called Odoram. That's my mom's uh, middle name spelled backwards. Her, used to be her license plate for like 20 years, bro. You know, and it just, all the great times of being in the, in that car, all the times going to Great America, Santa's Village, all these different areas and shit. Me and my sisters and cousins and shit. Yeah, bro. Like you explained, the best times of being with your people, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to just leave, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, bro. That was fire, though. That's what, man. 
Just continue to do what you do, bro. You know what I'm saying? Grateful for that story right now of your mom's, man. Rest in peace to mom's. That's love, man. Rest in peace. Damn, bro. I'm interested to see what's 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 next for you, man. I'm I'm, I'm not nah, nah. give me a little more insight how strong you are as a person, man. It's important to be, especially where we come up from, the culture of us. Then losing something grateful like that, like your mom, man, the best thing of your life. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us don't understand that either. Yeah. Um, man. Uh, I mean, it's my son, Cole Crazy, Marissa Slaughter, Lauren Cole, Blaze Slaughter, them three people. That's what keep me, you know what I'm saying? Like, afloat, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, the shit yeah. I look forward to every day, bro. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't thinking about nothing else. You know what I'm saying? My life changed. Life changes. It's like a flower that's continue to grow, bro. You know what I'm saying? Gonna die at some point, but it's con- constantly changing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. It's like I'm, I'm, I've been changed last month, last week, last year, last day, yesterday, today, <laughs> whatever, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Last hour. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just happy, bro. I'm happy to be here with you. Salute you. Love, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know the vibes. And it's Oakley 3 shit. Um, wearing one of the shirts. Uh, House of Blanks. Um, providers of Supreme. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to my boy Manny. Shout out to my boy Else Rock. Um, shout out to a fucking man, Uni T's. Um, man, shout out to, you know, APJ. Shout out to uh, Jelly. The whole family. You know what I'm saying? Take us out with that. So, um, it's all love, you know what I mean? Uh, Oak D3 coming soon. Rollout still here. Website about to be updated soon. AMRellyMorning.com. And we're going to drop this unreleased joint for y'all, man. Oakley Block 2. Um, I love and appreciate all y'all, man. Cushion Coffee Podcast. Thank y'all so much, man. Let's go. Man, appreciate you coming through, guys, sharing the stories, sharing your emotions, bro. We got a little fucking, you know what I'm saying? Got real in here, man. It's a great conversation, man. Pleasure to meet you in person again, brother. Second time. Third time is going to be the best time. You know what I'm saying? So, man, like you said, man, tap in with him. You got this Oakley 3 project coming out soon. Stay tuned, man. It's your boy, Cushion Coffee Podcast, man. We out. Shout out AM. Early morning, man. We out. Salute, salute. My whole life been on that open block. Pull up at your crib, nigga, open shop. Cook the rice and beans on the ice stove. My chick eat the bread. See, I like the green. My team the only one winning. Fuck you, kidding. See, we off the vision. Keep my people fed, bitch. We making bread. Overhead a mess. Now we get it free. Call me Mr. Oakley, Mr. Oakley. Bitch, I'm E-40, got my own words. Since I've been 20, had my own curves. West side of the city and the birds. Flocking hers, bitch, I rhyme words. Uh, jelly made beats, the fine eats. Calamari lemon with the screens. Uh, used to serve fiends, used to wash cars for like five bucks. Bitch, now I got a nice tux, ride trucks. Morning. Thank you.